Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're at. We thank you so much for tuning in to the Men's and Women's Leadership Academy podcast. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to us. And man, I have a great organization on today. Um, and one of the original founders, I assume. Are you original founder, Jackie? Yeah, founder of Break the Gap. Yay, mm-hmm. so we have Break <laughs> the Gap on with us today. Um, their goal is uniting humanity through purpose, uniting humanity through breaking every gap that's keeping us from truly accessing who we are. Man, that is a profound statement. Let's see, uh, let's see. can we break down some of, some of what that means later on in this episode? No, heck yeah, I'm excited to do so. <laughs> oh, all right, well, with that said, I hope you guys are ready to get going. Uh, DJ, run the cut and we'll be right back. Yes, we can. All right, as always, listeners, thank you so much for sticking with us today. Um, we have, as I mentioned, Miss Jackie Meza, um, one of the founders of Break the Gap. Now, Jackie, um, the first question I love to ask, you know, during these quarantine COVID times is, how have you been taking care of yourself? What you been up to uh, recently? I love that. I love that question. I'm taking care of myself by prioritizing rest. I have always been, I mentioned earlier in a video how, when I first started like doing anything that I do now I was literally like a chicken running around without a head like everywhere you would find me so uh the way now like COVID really allowed me to like just put my rest first uh so rest has been my importance and like diving into like a good book or like you know just uh meditating praying worshiping you know like that's been my way yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy you say that because um, a lot of things, you know, people mention about quarantine is really negative. But I think there's always, you know, in anything in life, there's some positive you could pull out of it. And I think you're right about, you know, being at home and spending some of that time um, to rewind and do that. So, yeah, that's awesome. Great stuff. Um, now, my first for everyone um, who doesn't know what Break the Gap is, my first interaction um, was at a musical showcase. I don't even know what you would call it, but it was awesome. He <laughs> gave a platform with some local artists to showcase their skills. Um, Jackie, who came up with that idea and what was the the concept behind that kind of event? Yeah, so you, that's right. I remember meeting you at our, uh, it was, yeah, last Valentine's. It's our Break the Mic series. So Break the Mic is a series of fundraisers. And let me tell you the story about the very first one ever, which was never, so when I first started Break the Gap, the vision, a huge aspect of the vision was art you know, like, because it is, it's literally art to be human, you know, so uh, one of the visions was finding artists amongst the street and creating a platform to showcase them, because I've met a lot of artists, and, like, if people knew that they did art, and they seen them as that instead of a person who's a homeless person, then they would change the way they think about them, so basically my first break the mic it was uh, the, the owner of Vampire Penguin on K Street asked me to host like an open mic, you know, for business and stuff like that. And I'm like, heck yeah, like I'm a poet, like I, I do uh, digital art, like art is my thing. And so we, I remember I got all of the artists on Instagram, like I put a post up, I said, hey, hit me up if you want to sign up, you know, so it was about seven it was going to start at seven and it was almost eight o'clock and I was freaking out Gavin because none of the artists had shown up yet and I'm like dude their guests had showed up but they weren't there yet so I was like I heard a voice 
which I discerned as a voice of God, like say, go walk outside. So I'm walking and I'm just looking at the floor, freaking out, you know, literally hyperventilating at this point because I'm the host and everyone's looking at me like, where's everyone at? And I end up right on the corner of K Street, right in front of, I think it's like boiling crab. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly the, the seafood spot. And there's a, a guy named Tony and another musical artist and they are right there you know and they they play on that they play on the streets you know they're artists who are amongst the street and I look at them and it just felt like an answered prayer and I told them you guys are going to be my first performers and I'm just having a connection with them and they're so excited and I'll never forget one of the things that Tony said was like all they want to do is be seen you know, like actually be seen. So that was the very first Break the Mic. The second one that you were um, a part of, that was a fundraiser. So Break the Mic series. We're really excited to like incorporate that. Obviously the pandemic really stopped that. So we're really, I really want to know how to like bring that back again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, that is so inspirational. Um, And it goes to show and goes to speak how you mentioned, um, you know, kind of local talent and there's just hidden talent amongst us. That really goes to show that your first one happened in that way. And it's just beautiful how those things fall together sometimes. That's awesome. Um, Now, I know you guys have had, you know, a few of them. You haven't, you know, had a whole entire series worth of them. But out of the few break the mics that you guys have had, have you had your favorite or maybe a most memorable performance you can remember? Oh, yeah, that one. Like, literally that one, the first performance ever was the most... um, it was the most eye-changing one for me. And it, it was confirmation as to the vision that I got, like find people amongst the street who are experiencing poverty and homelessness and give them a platform, you know? So that that one really was confirmation to find ways to do it um, other than like break the mic, you know? So it was, it was really a confirmation. And from there um, we, so just to kind of like go back, like a huge word is that we can all have a roof over our head and be homeless. You know, so that's one of the messages with Break the Gap is being able to redefine that. So the the other Break the Mics were bringing on anybody who just wanted to be seen, who wanted their art to be shown. So, but favorite one, that will always be my favorite one that I'll never forget. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone will forget that. Tony won't forget either. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now I hear you kind of mentioning some other intrinsic values and Break the Gap is so much more than just music. So Um, As the founder, what is Break the Gap? Yeah, so I love that question. Break the Gap is our way of breaking the social impact on poverty and homelessness. So obviously we live in a world and we live in a society where we treat those amongst the street as if they're not people, they're unseen, you know what I mean? But really, if if we look past every stigma, which is our mission is to break those stigmas. We look past that and bring out the gold in everyone and we show people this is really what it is. Like we don't call a person who has a home home. You know, we don't go around calling people that. So break the gap is about breaking that social impact to recreate a world of coexistence where we all coexist and we begin to function as one and access our purpose. And really, like I like to say, access heaven on earth, literally, yeah. Wow, that's that's what's up. And what is, you know, um, because you are one of the founders, what is that early, early stage of Break the Gap look like? Who was it that was a part of, you know, the creation? Yeah, so I was, I think I was like 19 years old. And I, I didn't even know at that time what a 
freaking nonprofit was. I know that sounds crazy, but I, I always knew like, yeah, there's charity, there's people who give back, but I legally didn't know the formation of a nonprofit. And I, I had recently met a friend who he was like, he was super business savvy. He was interested in like even doing art stuff and we connected and he, I remember I went into the secretary of state and I was doing my, you know, signing it up as a legal nonprofit in California and I had no board members. So I'm like, I didn't know what to do. You know, I'm like, wait, you need like three. So I hit up, like, I hit him up. I'm like, Hey, can I put you as a vice president and break the gap? And like, I hit up my cousin. Like, it was just one of those things where the very beginning of it was, okay, I have this person here supporting me. So I had him supporting me in like the, the legal aspect of it and even the encouragement of it. And um, yeah, from then, like we are, we have five members now. They're amazing. They're doing great work. They each individually has their own gifts and talents for Break the Gap. But the very beginning stages was like a, a huge way of me, like getting to know people who are doing things and developing advisors, legal advisors. Like, so it, it was definitely interesting a right. huge block of faith yeah and, and it sounds like there was a lot of steps and that legislation you talked about um the thing that stands out to me the most is what you said you said you were 19 at the time right and yeah. so what is what do you think the importance of that is um being so young as a group of young people starting such an awesome program what do you think the importance of that is yeah just to be an encouragement like if there is anybody young listening to this which i know is like a huge driven like the importance of it is, well, I'm a believer. And in the word, there's a verse that talks about like, don't let anyone talk down on you, whether you're young or not. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think the importance is knowing it's really not about age. It's not about what you look like. It's not about like any of that, because that a calling like that or a mission, it has nothing to do with you. So I think the importance is if you are this young, if you are young, knowing that this is going to require you to set yourself aside completely, like step to the side and let um, the calling for other people, the calling that's going to set others free, like take over who you are. So I think that, like I said, if you're someone young, I just encourage you to um, come face to face with it and say, I'm all in, you know, and just kind of like walk forward. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. That is awesome. Now, let me ask, because I heard you also mention that you had some team members and, and, and a group in that sense. Um, you know, I think a lot of us, we can't really say that we got here alone. You know, we, we've, we've had people pour into us and, you know, plant seeds and help us grow. So um, just asking, you know, is there anyone who's been like a really influential either donor or even donor with time and effort that you want to shout out and just say, hey, look, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you? Oh my gosh. I just, I really, can I shout out like all of my team members? Like ahead, I just want to, I want to do one by one, like no way. I just want to give you a huge shout out. No way stepped in as a secretary of break the gap. Like he has been the encouragement. If there's someone who knew break the gap when like break the gap was like in, in its formation and still developing the vision, like no way has been a huge encourager. He's a, he's a friend of mine, Vanessa. She stepped in. It's almost been a year. She has been helping me like crazy in the creative direction. She's amazing. She's a photographer. She's just doing great work. Um, really looking forward to like seeing her like, um, brand just develop within break the gap. Um, Autumn and Taylor, there are resource allocators. Autumn is out there all the time, literally transitioning people shows up advocates for them gets them in shelter like it's just so amazing to see the work that they've been doing uh, so 
I really want to shout you guys out. You guys are amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we can't we can't say we made it on our own. So for everyone who's helped out with the the podcast included, man, you guys know who you are. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, now let me ask, um, what are some past projects? Because you guys have been in existence for for a minute. What are some past projects that you guys have already completed? And you look back on, you're like, wow, we actually did that, and you're really proud of. Yeah, it's almost been two years. Um, I think for me, a huge thing that always warms my heart is Christmas season. You know, like being able to successfully produce two of our Christmas events so far, that that's huge because Christmas is a time where like there are kids who like they, kids experiencing poverty or just kids in general who, that's where it starts right there, you know, within the young kids, within the youth. So I think being able to do that successfully has been like, okay, we did it, you know, and seeing that donors show up every single year, like it's definitely humbling to see that. So that, that was huge. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. How about, um, big question, you know, cause you mentioned nonprofits, you guys are like a, you know, substantial, um, what would you call it? Like business, I guess. Let me ask about COVID because there's been a lot of, you know, things I've heard. How has COVID impacted your guys's realm of work? Oh man, Gavin, like COVID has really impacted in a way that we obviously can't uh, gather the way we used to. So we're still outreaching. We still go out there. Like we are connected with community church in the community. So we're outreaching every Saturday with my pastor. And so we're able to create those one-on-one social connections. But however, from like the way we used to, we can't anymore. A huge part of what we do is create social connections through our volunteers, which are from all economic backgrounds and connecting them with those amongst the street and um, not just giving back, but socially providing. So it's just impacted that. We really had to re-strategize, have to be smart. Like we have limited the numbers of volunteers. You, We really aren't accepting new volunteers the way we used to. If you were volunteering with us in 2019, you would know that you just show up. I would put on the flyers, hey, just show up and be a forever friend, you know, but this time we've been really like trying to be cautious, you know, so it's impacted us that way. However, this Saturday we are having our first creative outreach of the year, um, specifically just for that community. So it's impacted the events because our huge mission involves social events. <laughs> right, exactly. So you got to have some creative workarounds there. Um, now getting even a further sense of, you know, some of the specific type of work that you all do, um, what are some current or future projects that, you know, you have lined up for, uh, for, yeah, for your guys' future? Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Yeah. So we are working on a huge project called I Am Human 2. And it's a short film. Um, it's a, not so much a short film, but just like a short clip, re like sharing our heart and our mission and redefining the definition of home in the midst of launching our journalism project. So the I Am Human 2 is our journalism project. Um, so we go out there, we journalize with the people amongst there. We want to share their story and put it on a digital platform. So in the midst of creating our I Am Human 2 digital magazine. Um, so that's going to be so exciting. Um, and then Taylor Autumn Resource Allocators, we're working on uh, the NAVI program, uh, training navigators to go out there and transition. Just so much that's going on in store, but I think the biggest one is that. And if you didn't know, like Break the Gap, our biggest 
one of the things that we're walking into is eventually gap houses. So this is state-of-the-art transitional housing. Um, I'm currently in real estate investing, so I'm learning about like how can we make this possible. So that is when I think about break the gap and like, hey, we got what we were supposed to get to is when we have like our first gap house, when we are able to reproduce that system and systemize it and bringing to other cities, you know, so. That's wow. I love I love how that project really hits home, you know, what Break the Gap is all about. That is awesome. Um, I remember I was talking to, for, for my senior project, for those who don't know, um, I was helping out at the um, homeless shelter downtown, um, Lowe's and Fishes. And I had a chance to talk to, uh, she's not there anymore, but Sister Libby. And she was mentioning one of the best things that, you know, our, our um, government, you know, can do in California is provide housing. And so that's awesome that you guys are really that stepping stone, right? You know, so that's, you guys are getting down and dirty, but that's, that's great stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, down and dirty. That. That's awesome. Now uh, we're going to go to commercial break real quick, everyone. So go ahead and uh, stick with us. If you want to hear some more future um, and some dreams from Break the Grab founder, Jackie Meza. All right, we'll be right back. All right, listeners, thank you, as always, for sticking with us as we close out here with Jackie. Now, um, Jackie, I got to ask you real quick, because, you know, my first encounter, of course, was the musical side of it. Uh, are there any, like, hot songs or albums that's dropped in 2021 or 2020 that's just really memorable to you? Oh, my gosh. No, I'm like, okay, I am, I literally only listen to, like, spontaneous worship music and, like, uh, piano instrumentals like I honestly haven't thought of like any new albums or anything like that you're on the old school you're on the you're on the mixtape game <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I'm sorry I can't think of any songs I like it no 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 I, I I'm kind of the same way you know I just uh, I just go and shuffle some playlists and uh, leave it at that so <laughs> I'm the same way now um, let's go let's go on my favorite question uh, on the podcast and really what we're trying to hit home is what is, you know, break the gap. What is your dream for the future? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I just mentioned, break the gap stream for the future is those gap houses and being able to reflect on a society where those gaps have been broken, reflect on a society where like that stigma has been broken, where we don't drive down anymore. These people feel encouraged and they feel empowered to step back into society and access our purpose. That is like break the gap stream to see that happen um, to where people who are put themselves on high pedestals step down, you know, and then they realize we're all created equally. Um, so that is literally like the dream of break the gap is that where all stigmas, all gaps are broken. Wow. Well, the world is a better place with y'all putting in the work. Now, where can listeners go if they want to find out, you know, what you guys are up to or even how they could support? Um, where can listeners go to see your guys' stuff? Yeah. So you can find us on Instagram at breakthegap.org. You can go to our website, breakthegap.org. Um, if you want to uh, partner with us in any way, you can go to the Get Involved link. Um, you can also find any uh, information at JackieMaza.com, which we'll be releasing soon. Uh, our website will also be on there, or any blog posts or things like that. Nice. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on with us today. Um, as you guys listeners are following um, all those accounts, make sure to go head over to at MWLA Sacramento. And of course, our platform, Be Heard platform. Uh, thank you so much, Jackie. Uh, I wish you a great rest of the week and an amazing 2020. 
uh, as Break the Gap continues to uh, break that gap down. I love that. Okay, thank you so much for the opportunity, Gavin. I'm excited. Of course. Well, with that said, everyone, thank you for listening and peace out.